Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Channel Zero Butcher's Block, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to Butcher's Block. We're pleased to have you for dinner. And I'm just going to go with a vegetarian dish. Thank you. Uh, me too. No meat. Thank uh, you. We'll skip that red meat there. Let me just go for something a little bit different. Yeah. That was a pretty interesting finale for this one. Oh, yeah. Like, got really bloody, which was expected right. with the whole theme. <laughs> it was, yeah, a lot bloody. Anyhow, we'll jump into that here in a bit. Just want to remind uh-huh. everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can the good people find us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindab and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Um, there is a vegetarian group on Facebook that has a lot of good recipes. I've joined that and also the paleo group. Yes. Tracy sent me some good recipes. Awesome. Very cool. But besides that, there's also Brad and Court Talk Pure Fandom Podcast group where we talk about just about everything that we happen to love, which is a lot because, you know, we have many interests. And Van Helsing, which is on hiatus right now, but they're currently shooting season, is it season three? Uh, Yes, I believe so. Yeah. And so uh, the showrunners and the actors, they've been posting like little behind the scenes things on Twitter or whatever. And I just post that when I can, or sometimes the actors will drop by more so during the season and drop by some cool behind the scenes things. But if you want to join in or, you know, just drop a comment, you know, interact, we'd love it. Just join us. Definitely. And if you haven't seen it, the show is on Netflix. Go oh, binge it. Yes, definitely. Come on over and take a look. Also, yeah, if you're watching Van Helsing, make sure you're following a VH showrunner on Twitter. He's all the time posting a lot of great stuff out there. There's actually a, yes. one that he posted yesterday of a dark and dismal hallway <laughs> that Ooh. they're filming in. That looks really kind of creepy. So definitely take yeah. a look. He's posting all sorts of great stuff out there. Definitely. Definitely. And if you uh, stop on over on the regular, our main group, the Bread and Court Talk uh, Pure Fandom Podcast group. Uh, we may be posting some stuff about some of the upcoming shows that we'll be re- we're going to be covering. Uh, we're going to be recording stuff about Siren. Uh, that's going to be a free form. We're actually going to be doing a podcast in a couple of, well, after this one, kind of doing a preview for it. So if you don't know too much about it and haven't seen the trailers, go check out the trailer and then come give us a listen for Siren because it's amazing. And also Krypton, which is also going to be on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A lot of great stuff coming out. Definitely. All right, so what was this episode about? Uh, This was installment three, episode six, Sacrifice Zone. Zoe and Alice wind up on completely different sides of this installment's cryptastic finale. Alice has fully embraced the peach way of life, and Zoe teams up with Luke and Louise to save Izzy from the pestilent god. And, uh, yeah, there was a lot that went down in this episode. Yeah, yeah, the peaches got evicted. Quite brutally. Yeah. yeah. Joseph wasn't lying. The landlord was a bit of a prick. Oh, yeah. Or his head was prickly. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. There's antlers. <laughs> I, I want that headwear. That would be awesome. Ride that on a motorcycle going down the road. Yeah. Everybody get out of my way. Uh, they would. So we start off with Izzy hiding in a fort. I'm trying to figure out where she was at and who was coming to get her. We do find out later Diane came and got her. 
Yes, she did. Like Diane, Diane kind of creeped us out in the first episode with the whole thing with the scissors, but she's been a pretty valuable character throughout this. Like she's been kicking all kinds of butt and saving lives. Yeah, she got Izzy, took Izzy to uh, Luis's house and said, uh, yeah, I don't want to come in. Thanks. Okay, here you go. Have a good. Bye. See you later. <laughs> and left because she's smart. She's uh-huh. a survivor. So there. Yeah. She's like, okay, I brought you the kid who's the sacrifice, but I'm not going to stick around because they're going to come for her. Yeah, See you. She, she knows what's going on down in that place. She lives there. Why she doesn't get out like everybody else does? No idea. Uh, Alice is feeling much, much better. Even has a nice little red bow in her hair as Joseph's telling her about the offering to Izzy to their God. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, worth the sacrifice. She she drank the uh, flavor aid. That's right. She just jumped <laughs> straight in there with it and was good to go. Yeah, like what's one kid's life or all the people that they're going to be eating or sacrificing to the pest not god? Well, she it's, was, it's cool. She was feeling better. She didn't have any pain or anything like that. Yeah, Versus, like she's not going to lose her mind like their mother, so it's fine. Yeah, like Zoe. As Zoe's going through the park and you hear all the voices as her schizophrenia is slowly coming back to her. Yeah. Which you know, I, I like the way that played in because it just showed that, yeah, she ate her centipede again and got her disease back, but it's... You know, it was attacking her as she was going. Yeah, like that was really interesting to see. Uh, but she was still able to manage it and focus to like get done what needed to be done. Right. She was able to hold that under control long enough to get going. And, you know, now that Izzy's gone, all the peaches have to leave to, to search for their, the girl. Mm-hmm. Luke, in the meantime, decides he wants to go and attack everybody. You know, he's going on the offensive. Understandable. And with their all their cut off decapitated heads that they have laying around there, because <laughs> that's not going to end well at all. No, but that's when you know Diane showed up with Izzy. I did like the idea that finally somebody said after Zoe's so like they're coming for her. You know the God needs them and all that. And Luis is like, okay, get the car. Let's just drive out of here. I'm like, thank Great you. Idea. Great idea. Not let's hole up and wait and try to fight them off. No, let's get in the car and go. Except that didn't work out very well because who's standing outside? Alice. Oh, yeah, Alice. She showed up and everything was going to be okay until we realized that it wouldn't be okay because apparently those who owe student loans and haven't paid it better watch out because those people will show up at your door. I love the way that happened, though. Because we got introduced to this guy like right off the bat. He yeah. kept calling and calling and calling. So it wasn't like a just drop in. But you knew exactly at the moment that he showed up and started demanding the money that uh-huh. he was totally a goner. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't think anybody felt too bad. It's no, okay. Hey, he's just doing his job. He's doing debt collection. He's trying to get bills that are owed. You know. Oh, he's being extra. Yeah. He's, he's going into it. He's there. And I just. <laughs> I love the way that he just was brought into it. We finally get to see a face, and he's literally the first person I think uh, Alice kills. Uh, yeah, he he is. Like uh, until then, she'd been enjoying the fruits of whatever they have grown up in the slaughterland. And for right now, she went full on Robert. And then she had that Van Helsing uh, vampire blood mouth thing going on. Uh huh. Where you just get all the blood, it runs down your chin, it runs down your neck, and you don't wipe it off or anything because, you know, whatever. It's good. And it was funny because she had been just talking to Zoe, like, it's okay. I left them. Everything's fine. Uh, Let's let's go. Give us Izzy. It's fine. It's all good. Don't worry. It's it's not. It's not okay. So they get everything locked up and they're trying to break into the 
the with the tunnels underneath the house, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, this is me. If I have bootlegger tunnels in my house, I might unboard them and look through them just to make sure no one's breaking into my house or, you know, there's a doorway that leads to some weird tunnel or something like that. Oh, no. We'll get into that later. <laughs> at, at the end, We'll come back to that at the end of the episode. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying, I might want to pay attention to what's underneath my house. Uh, yeah, like that freaked me out to begin with, because remember a couple episodes ago when Robert was there and Robert died, I think we kind of saw like there were some doors that were covered up. And I was like, wait a minute, how did he get away? Like, where did he go? Did he escape through some kind of weird doorway? What's going yeah. on? I, I love the fact that there is a door. It's nice little teaser for next season. Anyhow, but we'll come back to that at the end of it. <laughs> well, I, just, I love that. How- and I, I remember how it started too with Izzy's room. Where they had that big old hole in the wall. Right. And I just thought that something would be popping out of a wall at some point in time. Yeah, it's a... There's, I still... I don't want to live in a house where I don't know where these things go to. It's just bad. I agree. It's bad I agree. for them. But then, like, I'm a little scaredy cat. So if there's a door at one, I'm, I'm not buying that house because no thank you. Um, sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not adventurous that way. But yeah, like like Brad said, that if you are adventurous that way, go ahead and take that thing down. Make sure you take a couple of people with you. Don't do it by yourself, and don't split up because those are those are the rules. That's just gonna say, take five people with you when you get there. Split into groups. Split into more groups until one at a time is, and you'll meet up at the end. It'll be fine. Yeah, every, and take weapons with you and lots of light. It works every time. And food. Yeah, and food. And because you don't know how long you'll be down there, or if you'll end up like in hell, like well, that one movie. You also want to leave like a string to make your way back, so you didn't get lost in the catacombs. And you're you good know, idea. Whatever. Don't drop any breadcrumbs though, because you don't want to feed whatever might follow you home. Right. So yeah. Okay. Key lesson: Don't buy a house with hidden door, uh, hidden things in the cellar. Yes. So when you go looking for um, houses, house hunting, make sure you do a thorough search of the basements and the attic. <laughs> God. Oh, and the stairs. Children under the stairs. Don't look. Ah, this is true. Don't knock on the walls and make sure they're solid. Yeah. Buy a new Ish. house. Just buy a new house. Or do one of those sonar things. Jeez. We, we can ramble on about this forever today, can't we? We can. House hunters. <laughs> like, take that green light with you. Goggles. Okay. So, speaking of home improvements, Joseph can open a door, can he? He certainly can. He just knocks that thing down. And well, I'm, he is pretty old and strong. Like, it's the gift from the, the god. Right. And I'm guessing that once you behead a peach, it doesn't come back. But I was confused about that because at the end of the uh, episode, uh, Joseph did have the the head of um, the other peach. Well, I forgot what his name was. Was it Robert? Robert Peach. Right. Yeah. He had his head. So that yeah. was, I was wondering, would the Pestle of God be able to bring him back then? I had wondered about that because it seemed like Luke's father was trying to do something to appease the peaches. Like, I don't know if he was just trying to kill, kill his son to say, oh, look, we're even now. He right. killed your son. I killed my son. We're good. You don't have to do anything right here. Or if he was able to somehow bring Robert back yeah, with, I, the, with the sacrifice. Because we know that, or if he was going to give up the head as a part of the sacrifice. Sorry, we couldn't get Izzy for you, but here, take my son's head. True. Well, they had Izzy at that one point in time, but it—it's it's a good question. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to get the answer to it, but yeah, it was there. 
I was kind of confused about Joseph's little shimmering thing that we've seen a couple times. Well, that was the whole thing. Um, when he was shimmering, I guess maybe he was losing whatever, whatever glamour the pestilent god gave him because right. he, he he's not that age. Like, he's way older than he looks. But what's up with the handkerchief? Oh, I don't know. Because we've seen him using that to dab the blood from his mouth all this entire season, right? Yeah. And then he shoves it in his mouth and he's just there. I was really kind of confused about that. And the fact that then he's talking through the child that's next to him. Yeah, I just feel like it was creepy as hell. So also another life lesson that Louise didn't have. When you're shooting at the creepy thing that is making the voice of the child next to it talk, and it's not hurting that one, shoot the kid. Just yeah. saying. That was that would have been my first shot. Three shots, and it just went through them and faded through. I'm mm-hmm. going to hit the one that's talking and see if that works. I agree. I just, I was like, uh, yeah. I did like the fact that she asked what happened to her brother, and he goes, I don't know. What did he taste like? <laughs> so, yeah, we always knew that there was that connection or some kind of connection because he was a part of that murder board that she had. Right, which Joseph was really interested in when he looked at it. And yeah. then again, we saw the daughters there, too. They were deceased. Yes. So they're trying to escape the cellar. Izzy gets taken by the other kids, and we flash to the forest, I mean, to the to the park, where mm-hmm. a very pregnant Edie Peach is starting a fire. Yes. And she's having some stomach cramps. Just a few. Now, she does disappear through this thing, and we don't ever... We'll, We'd see her later on, but it didn't seem no one else cared that she wasn't there. But I'm I'm no girl or anything, but I think that she uh, bled quite a lot there when she was having her whatever baby thing. Well, uh, childbirth is not not a clean um, exercise. Yeah, but she also kind of died. Lots of blood and fluids and stuff. Did she not die? Hey, well, she's supernatural, so I have no idea what happened. Like, I was going to ask you, because I saw everybody else kind of implode later, but right. we didn't see that for her. Well, those And were, that one grandmother was still alive. Right, yeah, she never came down from the... Uh, the right. But so was, maybe Edie's just hanging around somewhere. Actually, um, during the end of the episode, like, we're not going to really touch on it yet, but I was waiting for Edie to maybe pop up there as some kind of surprise, like, hey, I'm still here. I thought for sure that he, sh- he stopped breathing. But okay. it doesn't make any sense anyhow because they're all stopping breathing doesn't, you know, if you can get shot and come back to life, breathing is not a big thing. So right. she could theoretically come back to life. I'm um, Maybe she just made it out with her kid and she's going to have the next uh, installment of uh, children. Children. Well, they were talking about, Joseph said, you know, the Pestle of God would let them have baby peaches. And yeah. we see what we see how they look. They don't look yeah. normal. So who's to say her childbirth is you know anything like anybody else's? And that could kill her, and she just comes back afterwards. And you know the kids walking around going, "Hey, how you doing, Ma?" This is true. So yeah, we don't know anything about that. I just found it kind of odd that you know she wasn't there at the end, and she had to start to fire. Why did she have to start to fire? <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe there's some cut scene somewhere. What? Well, my only other guess on that one was because she's not a full blood. She's not a full blooded Pete. She is married into the family. Oh, that does make sense because she wasn't a part of the original family that made the deal. Because as we saw at the end with Alice, 
like she doesn't implode either. Right. Yeah, because she, okay. she was she was yeah. in the secretarial pool, and Robert came in there and said, "I will make you Georgia Peach." <laughs> she went back to Georgia. She, yeah, that's what she, devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, the the face of the god is so intense. It was inter. I just loved it. It was awesome. Oh, that was amazing. And then we see what's inside of him. Is that the universe? That's kind of what I, I was believe. thinking. It looked like it was the universe or it was it was whatever you wanted to be because at one point it looked like a, like the brain. Right. Yeah, he's not happy the fact that, you know, Izzy is gone and all that. So we go through this whole thing of looking inside of him and seeing it and we have that sad violin music playing, mm-hmm. which was... I, like the music in this episode, in this whole entire series, sets the mood for so much. I mean, it does oh, yeah. so much work for just organizing what's going on. And as we're going with the violin music, everybody then explodes, and it just we're taken from that music into bloody body parts falling and splashing in blood, and you know, everywhere. Gush. Yes. Gush. Gush. It was weird. Joseph seemed very much at peace at the end there. Well, he did know what was going on, though. He he kind of had an idea that he, he was going to die, and his explosion was amazing. Yeah, that was just that was an epic explosion. I just oh, so much, so much good things on that one. Yeah, I'm again glad we did not get that for Alice. Right, but I'm I think we're onto something that she wasn't a full peach, so she, you know. It's like a fairy deal. She didn't make the deal. The deal was made for her. Yes. <laughs> Just tie in the magicians there for no reason whatsoever. Hey, there are reasons. We're talking about that next. Joseph told Alice before she looked directly into the God's eyes that there's a lot there and it's really hard to take in. Mm-hmm. And as she's looking at him, we get this flashback of all the things that she went through, her fear of going insane, and you hear... In the background, one of the things that Joseph is saying is that her mind is fragile. And at the end, the God closes his cape versus everybody else seemed to be looking into his face when we were seeing the universe. And he goes up the stairs. Alice is alive, but mm-hmm. she's not there anymore. Right. And this is the thing that got me. We did see Grandma Peach, like you said, up in the house still sitting at the table talking to people who weren't there. So I'm curious who she's talking to. I'm thinking she's in her own thing as well, which is like where Alice is. Because a year later, Alice has lost her mind, and she's sitting there with her mother, but she's not there. Because if we're looking at the paintings on the wall, Mm -hmm. they resemble exactly what we saw when she was looking into the God's body. I didn't catch that. That's awesome. That they were the uh, a space mural thing that was up on the top of the wall, and that's exactly where it is because she's still oh in God. there. So I actually, I don't know where she is now. Actually, uh, you know, she probably in a facility somewhere. But her being with her mother, I don't think she's with her mother at all because she wanted to be with her mother. She wanted to, you know, fix her mother. So I think that's where that landed her. Okay, so you think that 
what we saw that part of the episode that was just in Alice's mind like that's where she is right now but she's not moving she's not talking she just has the paintings around her she's not literally with her mother like but she 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 would have to be in a facility like with her mother she could she's in a facility with her mother but we're seeing what she's what's in her mind she's there hand in hand with her mom talking to her mom right but all she can see is what she saw when she looked at the god no she's now okay so right at the end of it when Zoe gets Alice, Alice is just staring out into space. She's comatose. Yeah. She doesn't have anything else going on. Yeah. So Alice is sitting in a corner somewhere at a facility. But what she is seeing is her mother. She's, you know, with her mother and everything else. She's in a different reality. Like Grandma Peach, who's up there at the table, who's talking to people who aren't there. Oh, wow. So she's in a different reality mindset, right? Uh-huh than what's going actually going on. Which also led me to another point where they sacrifice the children to the gods. And Joseph said they that the God eats them. Okay. The God mm-hmm. eats their minds. Is kind of where I, it's something of that nature. That's what happened to Alice, right? Right. And that's what happened to Grandma. And we had all these servants in the house that were bringing food and stuff like that. So what if these are sacrifices that they gave to the pestle and God and he ate their minds or ate their souls or whatever. And that just leaves the bodies to do the work that has to be done. That makes sense. Kind of like the gardener or whatever. The gardener yeah. who wasn't a peach, he was just out doing gardener stuff. Right. It's just a theory that I came up with. I just thought that would kind of tied things together a little bit more. That's an interesting take. I could like be, we don't have anything else to go on, so I'm with it. Yeah, I could be totally off base, but I, yeah, I'm just that's how I took it. Is yeah. you know these this is what happened with them. Now back at Luisa's house, everything's mm-hmm. going on differently. Zoe is doing somewhat better. She's taking her pills. And downstairs, everybody seems to be one happy family, and they're practicing taxidermy. Izzy's practicing taxidermy. But then she doesn't wash her hands before dinner, which made me go, ah. You say, ah, when we've seen people eating themselves. I know, but that's different. <laughs> that is gross. She's that, that was up in Peachland. This is yeah, Use some hand sanitizer, Izzy. Yeah, Here. Just, just a little bit. Just something. And now... Zoe has a new mother in Luis, and Lu- and Izzy has a grandmother in Luis, mm-hmm. which brings us back to this whole entire thing. At at the beginning of the series, Luis told the girls that she was not there to be her mother or anything like that. Specifically, she told that to Alice when Alice interrupted her during taxidermy time. Mm-hmm. And now she's taking care of everybody, including Luke. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like she she's at peace now. Like before, she had that whole mystery with her brother or whatever, and that her murder wall and the questions about the peaches. But all that has been answered. She kind of has an idea of what happened to her brother. She can let that go, and she has people around her to take care of. So it's all good. So and she she looks different. Like she's using less makeup, or she's better put together, or something. Yeah, she looks less stressed, and that was one of the things my wife said. She's yes. like, did she look younger? As we, and we talked about this a little bit too. She noticed the fact that she doesn't have all that worry going on like she had before. She has right. happiness in her life now. Yes, and she's not eating meat. Yes, everybody said, you know what? We're going vegetarian. 
understandable. Not not having it. Not doing it. <laughs> like at, at the end there, didn't you wonder for a moment though what was gonna happen if they would suddenly turn into the peaches? I did because the meat man is still marching through the weeds with the big band music. And they didn't move. Oh, and he's just still well, they're still they think they're dead. I think I would have moved. I definitely would have moved. Like we can move together, but we're not staying here. Sell this house. Don't tell them anything. Yeah, there's a house that disappeared at the end of the road. It's got a light on. Yeah, no in house. It's you know, let's go there. Um, (laughs) Not there. There's a Candle Cove. Let's go to Candle Cove. No, let's not go there either. No, it's Um, because they're teeth. Oh my god. (laughs) Stay away from all that stuff. But yeah, so things are different. Things have changed, but. The fact that the meat man's still out there marching through the woods, we don't know exactly who he is either. That is he part of the pestilent god? Is he something else? Is he trying to get somebody? I, I think he's definitely still a part of it. I, I hope that they're keeping track of any missing persons. And like I could see them doing their own thing, like being a team. Like, let's go take this dude out. Let's go kidnap all the sacrifices. Yeah, it could slowly take over. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I got for this one. You got anything else? Oh, no. Um, nothing else for this. This was a really great installment. I, I still love No End House. That's still one of my favorites. But this one was crazy with all the, the meat and the sounds. Like, I, I love this. Oh, I agree. It was it was intense. It was very, yeah, very intense. Looking yes. forward to seeing what they have next. What do they have next? Do we have an idea? Uh, we have a pretty good idea. We don't know when it's going to drop, but like, see, installment three came pretty quickly after the end of installment two, like just a couple of months, because uh, that was what October when No End House was. Yeah, I think it'll be October premiered, like, again. In January, February. So yeah, I could see that they have a, like Sci-Fi has a pretty good slate of shows that, on the way. We have what Twelve Monkeys coming back at some point in time soon for their finale. Uh, the Expanse starts in April. Uh, Krypton starts this coming Wednesday, the 20, 21st. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's going to be added to the rotation. Um, maybe around the same time when Van Helsing comes back, that's usually in September. So I could see them pairing that with uh, the next installment. And so uh, they haven't really said too, too much, but I believe the installment four, it doesn't have a release date, but they said that it was inspired by the story titled, I found a hidden door in my cellar, and I think I've made a big mistake. Yes, you did not move when you found that that door in your cellar. You were not supposed to buy that house. Yes. So, That's Brad, do you know, have any idea what that one might be about? You're our creepy pasta. Is that creepy pasta? Yeah, creepy creepy pasta. Yes, yes, that is. is, is uh, you're our creepy pasta expert. Have you heard of this door, one? Yeah, doors in a cellar. Don't go down it. So this story was originally published on the Reddit community, R No Sleep, on uh, October 24th of 2016. So it's relatively new by Reddit user uh, Voids. So this is a short tale about a man and his wife who are looking to renovate their basement to discover that the seller is hiding an alarming secret. The couple crack open a hidden door that they believe leads to their neighbor's cellar only to find an impossible hallway. At the end of this hallway, the protagonist finds a human male wearing a suit and cap who's facing away from him. The mysterious man begins running backwards towards the man who shuts the door and runs out of the house. He and his wife call the police from outside the house but are unable to find any proof of the man. The story ends with the protagonist feeling that he has set something free that day, something that someone had locked up for a reason. Dun, dun, dun. And do you know what I'm doing as the wife, Brad? Moving to a different house. 
Exactly. See, and a whole different country. And done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, if there's mysterious people in your house and you can't find any proof that they're there or the hallway that they came out of, you don't want to be there. Just saying. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Well, I'm looking forward to that coming up. I, I'm guessing October. Uh, definitely probably October. Yeah, that would be my guess. Oh, well. I guess we'll have to find out. When we have more news, we'll let you know. Until then, we'll just kind of hang out. So... If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Channel Zero, Candle Cove, and No End House, The Magicians, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and some other shows. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. If you have any thoughts or comments about the episode or this entire installment, like what did you think of installment three? I, I thought it was pretty creepy and awesome and bloody and wild. Uh, let us know what you thought. You can have the comment section below or find us on Facebook or the Twitter. Definitely. I call it the Twitter. The Twitters. And I posted today. So there I'm, I'm really bad on my Twitter posting. I just haven't, I've been hitting the gym too much. <laughs> Oh, see, that's that's good, Brad. See, I'm I hit up Twitter too much. That's, so. my, that's my workup stuff. So there you go. I'll oh. I'll try better. I'll try to get it on Instagrams too. There you go. Well, till next time. Oh man! Until next time, please be careful who you let invite you over to dinner. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.